Hello and welcome to Sport in 10 with Mpoh. This is our latest installment, our 15th episode. And I'm so excited because it's our weekly podcast where I provide you with all the sports news and views in the world of sport in 10 minutes. We are now on Apple Podcasts and tune in. So subscribe to in on those platforms and provide a review of the podcast. And you'll always get updates when we are uh, when we uh, when we produce or post a new podcast. We're also on Twitter and Facebook, and that's where our conversation continues on hashtag sport in 10. Also on Twitter at Sport in 10 SA is the Twitter handle for the show. And my Twitter handle as your host is at Mpo Moreki. Uh, please provide feedback and comments on the show on those platforms. I'm really excited to do that. I'm really looking forward to your feedback and, and, and engaging with you all. On this week's show, I discussed the Telkom Knockout Semi quarterfinals, the Bafana Bafana squad selection that happened on Monday, English Premier League news, that the rugby this weekend and the tackle by Oren Farrell, how the purchase ran riots in Australia, NBA news, and also some tennis news as well. So let's get this going and land this plane out under 10 minutes. So in, in South African football, at the Telkom Knockout this weekend, where we saw the big guns, Mamelodi Sundowns, being upset by Baroka FC 2-0 on Saturday in Limpopo. It was such a great game to watch as Baroka FC were very tenacious and held the African champions back. Um, now we have a semi-final where it's Pirates, Chiefs, Baroka FC and Vits in the semi-final draw. And we saw Pirates and Chiefs being selected to play on the weekend of the 24th and 25th. The only issue here is that FNB Stadium is unavailable. Um, for that weekend because there's a national day of prayer and so it's going to be interesting to see where they're going to take it because if there was a report that was taken out that was that was produced after the Ellis Park disaster that said Chiefs and Pirates games must only be played in um in um in in the FNB stadium and nowhere else because obviously it can hold 94,000 but they might take it to Durban which would be sad because every game goes to Durban hopefully they'll take it to Cape Town but that's obviously a very smaller capacity stadium we'll just have to see how the PSL um handles this in Safa related news, I Bafana related news, Strip Baxter selected his squad on Monday to face Nigeria next week Saturday, amid rumors of him being fired if Bafana failed to qualify for the Afghan, which is true, he must be fired, so it would be the second time, and I'm happy that they have given him this ultimatum. The interesting part about this was that who his successor would be. There were rumors that Gavin Hunt would be the successor with a swap deal. When Baxter goes to Vitz and, um, um, and, and, and Hunt comes to Bafana, what would happen? I love Gavin Hunt. I think he deserves a shot at Bafana. The only problem with Gavin Hunt is that him and the Safa administrators would be very two very combustible um, forces where there'd probably be fires all the time because Gavin Hunt doesn't know how to, how to keep his mouth shut and he talks whenever he wants to and whenever he sees a wrongdoing which is a very good character trait to have but the South organizers, especially like Danny O'Donnell and the leadership may not like it but the interesting thing about this is that Benny McCarthy is in this conversation which is great because he's South Africa's most qualified coach he now has a UEFA Pro license which no other coach in South Africa has and about 8,000 people around the world who have this, who have this license so I'm happy that he's in the mix. But the interesting, the, the, the news of the, of the week was Tulani Serrero is back. Remember, Tulani Serrero didn't want to play for Bafana after he didn't, he didn't feature in the Senegal home and away legs. He said that he doesn't want to, he works, he lives in Holland. He doesn't want to fly down to not play and he must be guaranteed playing time if he wants to come. That angered Stuart Baxter last year. But then now he's back in the fall. Why? 
I can tell you why. Daniel Don spoke about him last week about how getting him back in the fold. So I'm sure maybe this was the thing to either shut him up or was a director from Daniel Don himself to select thingy, which then questions Stuart Baxter's backbone. He's done this before with Sheikh's Mashaba and eventually Sheikh's got fired. But then the other thing about it is has he been guaranteed playing time? Will he start with the Bafana thing? I don't think he should start. I don't think he's our best player. And I don't think we should be guaranteeing him game time if they have guaranteed him game time. Anyway, it's going to be a very interesting week next week. South Africa play Nigeria and the Afghan qualify. We hope the boys win. I'm going to try and make it to the game, but we'll see about that. Let me know what you think about these two stories, what happened in the Telkom knockout, what you loved, what you didn't love, and this Bafana situation that's happening on at Sporting 10 essay on Twitter or hashtag Sporting 10. In the English Premier League, Arsenal showed us that they are relevant again. They drew with Liverpool 1-1 in a game where both teams had moments where they could have taken their ascendancy in the match. But what it showed was that this is a new Arsenal, this is a different Arsenal. Arsenal can defend, an Arsenal has a backbone, and an Arsenal that nobody should take lightly. Manchester City on Sunday gave Southampton 6, Chelsea gave um, Crystal Palace 3 goals um, and now City sits on top with 29 points with the two other unbeaten team being Liverpool and Chelsea, 2 points behind them. Spurs, Arsenal and Bournemouth round out the top 6 with Manchester United in 7, 4, uh, four points behind Spurs who are in 4th. On the other end, it's Huddersfield, Fulham and Cardiff in the bottom 3. Um, I think that's how it's going to end at the end of the uh, at the end of the, the season. We're a quarter of the way through. Let me know how you think. Who surprised you in the English Premier League? Um, and who? how is it likely going to end? Who's the top six? Who will be the bottom three? Now on to rugby. The Springboks clashed against England in the first end of your tour. And it all came down to one tackle. Whether it was legal or not. In my eyes, it was illegal because the arm didn't come around, but Angus Gardner seemed to think it was legal. The problem is that there's a very poor call, and I don't think Angus Gardner should ref again. The thing about it is that I don't want this tackle to paper over the cracks that South Africa had. Our lineups weren't that great. Our running game wasn't that great. We couldn't control the game from the set piece, and we, allowed, we yes, we defended well, but we didn't, we couldn't use that good defense into turn it into very good offense and score tries and put points on the board. It was a very poor performance from the Springboks, and I hope they improve um, against France next week Saturday. Now on to cricket. Um, India is still dominating the West Indies. Pakistan are playing a very interesting ODI series against New Zealand with New Zealand winning yesterday. Also, South Africa played against Australia in Perth on Sunday and South Africa bowled Australia out for 152 with Dale Stain coming with two wickets, Lungin Gidi and Andy Lippert Lugai taking two and three wickets respectively in their first game in Australia. It was really good to watch as the bowling attack pushed on and brought the victory to South Africa. Our batting lineup did well with a 94-run opening partnership between Quentin Ducock and Reza Hendricks, and Aidan Markham was in the runs with a beautiful 36 runs. Um, it was a good outing, it was a great statement of intent, and I hope that on Friday when we play tomorrow um, at 10 to 5 a.m. that the protests do well. I'll be on commentary on Guerrilla Cricket SA. You can find us on TuneIn or um, on the link that will be posted on my Twitter bio later on today. In NBA news, this week has just, we've gone 10 games into the season and this week was dominated by what happened between Magic Johnson and Luke Walton, the coach of the Los Angeles, of the Lakers. Magic kind of shouted at um, Luke, letting Luke know that defensively we look very poor and that's unacceptable and he needs more from the team. Um, this looked like Luke was in the last chance saloon, but they have responded positively to that, winning two of the last three games, even though they got smacked by Toronto on Sunday. 
Um, but because we're 10 games in, let's look at who the MVP candidates might be starting now after the 10 games. It's early season, but let's see. Um, so far, last season's MVP candidate James Harden doesn't look MVP anymore. Um, he's had a very hard start at Houston. LBJ is also, I don't think, is not in it. My contenders are KD, Steph, Giannis, Kawhi and Anthony Davis. You can make a case for Giannis, especially because it's a surprise start from the by the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, but my call will always be Steph because he averages 35 points a game, which is more than anybody. And in games where matches where KD scores lights out more than 40 is the key. Key leader KD. Um, Steph will pitch in with a young 30 points in there. And that's the great thing about Steph is that Steph is one of probably the greatest three-point shooter we have ever seen in this game. And he is having an incredible season and he's been consistent throughout. Um, I think they're on a nine-game winning streak, Golden State Warriors, which would be which, which is great. So let me know who you think your early season MVA, MVP is in the NBA and how the purchase should approach the second ODI. Let me know on Facebook and Twitter. Remember, at Sportin10SA or hashtag Sportin10. Throwing forward to this weekend's action, we've got cricket, the second ODI between South Africa and Australia tomorrow morning. We've also got the first test between Sri Lanka and England ongoing with England looking like they're going to win. Pakistan and New Zealand will be playing their second ODI this weekend. In PSL, we've got a massive game between Sundowns and Pirates, um, and we've got a top-of-the-table clash between Vitz and Celtic happening this weekend as well. Look out for those games. In English Premier League, we've got the Manchester Derby, which is the match of the weekend. And in rugby, the Springboks are playing France on Saturday night. In NBA, you've got Golden State and Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow morning. We've got the Utah Jazz playing the Celtics this weekend, Spurs Rockets this weekend too, and Raptors and Pelicans next week Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Sport in 10 with Paul. Your feedback is highly appreciated. You can do so in the comment section on Twitter and Facebook and on TuneIn and Apple Podcasts, or you can hashtag Sport in 10. For, enjoy your sporting weekend ahead. For me, your host, Paul. Lesale, kakakiso.